Hey, what's up, everybody? <laughs> oh, welcome to the Bingo Book Podcast. I'm your V Podcaster host, Jay Starks. And man, we have a an excellent show going on for you. We, we got uh, six animes, well, actually five animes that we're going to be covering in today's show. Our sixth anime has not came out yet, but next saturday it should be on uh the roster okay i'm feeling good so how about we go ahead and get right into the show sounds good right <laughs> all right let me um step into my office <laughs> okay well we need to go ahead and start by asking the question um is this anime for you so the first anime that we're going to be covering for today is Requiem of the Rose King. Now, the uh, composer, or you could say the writer, is Hidoki Uchida. And uh, Hidoki has done uh, a few different uh, series that they've composed. So you have, of course, uh, Requiem of the Rose King, uh, but also an anime that we're going to be talking about a little bit later today, uh, which is the strongest sage with the weakest crest. And so, you know, there you have a, a couple titles underneath them, but it seems like they're kind of fresh uh, into building up their uh, catalog of animes. Okay, moving right along, we got to talk about that director, right? Who is Kentaro Suzuki. And Kentaro... Uh, has several different animes. They've been either storyboarded or have been the episode director uh, and also have been the, the main focus director for this series as well. Um, now, this particular anime, uh, Angels of Death, is one of the shows that uh, Hidoki has been a part of. And it started out really good. I'm not going to lie. Angels of Death started out really good. But as it went on episode uh, wise, I was kind of like, uh, I don't know if this is really for me, you know. So hopefully uh, working with him of Rose King doesn't follow suit for uh, something like that. Okay. Then we have the director, which, you know, um, I'm sorry, not the director. We already talked about the director. Y'all know about uh, uh, Suzuki. All right. So J.C. Staff, uh, that is the studios. And uh, J.C. Staff has a lot of some of my favorite animes, which is uh, Shokugeki no Soma, so Food Wars. Um, and, you know, if you've ever seen that anime, then you know about the cook-offs that go on. The way that I compare... Uh, Food Wars is similar to Bleach, where, you know, you have this society of strong uh, soul reapers, but instead in Food Wars is this society of chefs, they're cooks, and, um, you know, they battle and duke it out, and it's, it's just a fun time, uh, and another uh, anime that the studio has is also, is it wrong to try to pick up girls in a dungeon, and I really enjoy that anime as well. So, you know, JC Staff has a pretty good uh, reputation and Requiem of the Rose King, you know, kind of falling in between that. Uh, it's pretty good. So 
you know, now I want to, you know, talk about rating the episodes, you know, and uh, so far we've had uh, two episodes of Requiem of the Rose Queen uh, King come out and, you know, I got to put up my chart right now. So I have a rating chart and I chart this, I rate this rather one through seven. One is the worst. Two is terrible. Three is not good. Four in the middle. Five, good. Six, great. And then seven, the best. So, you know, I would have to say when it comes down to the animation itself, um, it actually really blew me away. It was actually really, really good. So I'm going to say a six, great. Um, and th the reason why I can't say that it's the best is because they, they use some kind of still shot scenes to kind of take away from some of the animation. Like if someone, if someone was going to get killed or, um, you know, assaulted or, you know, something like that, they, they use these still and uh, or still screenshots rather, um, to, you know, kind of uh, make it feel more like a portrait. And, you know, in my mind, it's like, okay, this is a really unique way for the studios to kind of cut access and not have to go, you know, put so much effort into making the scenes look fluid. So if they can uh, make an example with sound effects and the voice actors, then you can kind of, under you know, understand what happened in that scene. So it made perfect sense to me why they did that. Um, but I think that's what the part that takes away from it being the best in my, in my opinion. Okay. So that is Requiem of the uh, Rose King. And, you know, I, I say overall, um, the show is, is great. You know, I'm really enjoying it a lot. It's, you know, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of, it's very dark, very dark anime that is uh, talking about a, um, you know, a young uh, son who is the, um, I guess you could probably say he's a prince. I mean, of course, you got several different kids that's a part of this family, but, and all of them can be prince, but, it, it, you know, of course, in those times when, it, you know, when you talk about knighthood and, and England and, and those days, um, you know, it, it usually is the oldest son or daughter, uh, you know, depending on, uh, the state of the, that country, um, uh, who takes over as the, the king. And so Richard, who's the main protagonist antagonist, I don't know, it's kind of, <laughs> it's kind of, kind of hard right now to say which one that Richard falls under. Um, but you know, he's definitely, you know, the youngest out of the family. And so the, the plot is pretty much him wanting to, uh, you know, see his father become the king. And eventually over time, uh, as you know, his father goes to war, he kind of comes back and every time it's broken promises to Richard, but Richard still wants to, you know, uh, you know, uh, be there for his father and support him the best way that he can. And, uh, it's really a, a, a ride, a roller coaster ride that it has been in, in two episodes so far. So I can't wait to see what happens next as uh, we go forward in this, in this show. 
All right. So moving on to our second show, which is the strongest sage with the weakest crest. Now, uh, you know, I think I said this in our past episodes, but our Saturdays is definitely dedicated to the highly action-packed uh, shows. Like you know, most of these uh, animes that we'll be covering today uh, are, you know, really like you know, if if you're in in love with action, then the, you know this this show is definitely for you. And uh, the sage, the strongest sage with the weakest crest, you know, definitely falls right into that category. So, you know, we got to talk about the staff uh, on this project. And the writer is Hiroki Uchida. Now, Hiroki Uchida, who we just spoke about not too long ago with um, the Requiem of the Rose King, uh, you know, as I mean, in my mind, just from, you know, these two pieces alone, uh, that's pretty good standings in my opinion. And I, I think that, uh, Hidoki Uchida is going to have a really nice future going forward as far as writing, because what I've seen so far has been pretty superb, um, you know, in their, in their catalog. So I'm, I'm excited to see what's going to happen next. And then we have the director, director who is Noriaki Ikataya, and um, Noriaki has several, like a, a pretty, uh, you know, long history of creating anime, being a director for Persona Three, the movie, uh, Code Geass, um, just you know, a slew of different shows, you know, that's just to name a few. Now I can't say that, uh, they, you know, hugely jump off the page for me or rather that I've watched a lot of his catalog. Um, but you know, the fact that they're starting off with an anime, like, uh, the strongest age with the weakest quest, uh, tied with, the Requiem of the Rose King, you know, makes me feel pretty good about um, the future of this show. Uh, and then, you know, to kind of, you know, put the cherry on top, you know, we talk about the studios, uh, JC staff, which, you know, we've kind of already talked about Food Wars being one of them, but they also have One Punch Man, uh, which has been, uh, you know, a show that they've directed as well. So, uh, you know, JC staff, you know, their staff actually knows, you know, exactly what the people want. And that's great, you know, especially for us, you know, uh, huge anime fans. And, you know, if you're a casual, uh, this is something that I think that you would enjoy, too. So let's rate these uh, episodes. So the uh, there's a total of two episodes that have come out so far for. Uh, the strongest age with the weakest crest. And, you know, I'll put back up the uh, rating sheet uh, for our people that are watching on the live stream. And I'd have to say when it comes down to animation, uh, it was good. You know, it was a good uh, anime as far as the animation goes. You know, there were a couple scenes where, you know, they, the, the, like the protagonist wasn't, uh, 
you know, kind of perfectly made. You can see that it was it was kind of lacking, but it's still, uh, you know, overall pretty good. You know, I don't think uh, anyone that watches this show would complain too much about what they see because, uh, you know, pretty much right off the back, they show you uh, action. You know, if you're into powers and enchantments and, you know, anything that's kind of magic based, uh, when you think about a sage or a wizard or something like that, this is going to be probably right up your alley. Um, then we talk about the, uh, the, uh, you know, kind of the pace of the show, you know, and then kind of how to, it moved going forward. Uh, and, you know, to me, the story went, you know, went pretty well, you know, so I'd have to say that in that, in this regard, I'd say it's great because they, you know, they pretty much explain right from the beginning. Okay. You know, you have a character who, uh, was one of the strongest sages, but he wanted to get his, uh, mark, which is his crest. He wanted to get it stronger and he couldn't do that you know, at the current age that he, he was. So in order to change that, he decided, all right, you know, I'm going to reincarnate myself uh, and become younger. That way I can uh, kind of regain new experience and add on to what I already know and improve my crest even further. Now, <laughs> off the back, I already thought I was like, okay, that's kind of <laughs> reincarnating yourself to get stronger that's od <laughs> that's super od but uh yeah the 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 uh it moved the pace moved along really really well and it's really easy to catch up so i think anybody that watches this will probably be able to um get right into it without having to worry about trying to learn too much and then um you know our last portion would be um the dialogue and the dialogue for this uh, show was great. You know, I say it was, it was great. You know, it, well, it, it depends on how you look at it. You know, they constantly give you kind of reminders about, uh, okay, this is how strong I am. And when I talk about a certain move, they explain things in a lot of detail. And so when you're looking at the protagonist, Mateus or uh, Maddie, you, you know, you kind of, in some ways you feel like, okay, he's kind of a jerk. Like he's, he's, he's saying all these things. Like he's just no, like he's just so good. And it makes him sound like a snob almost. Uh, but you know, that's, you know, I, I think that uh, most people could take that with a grain of salt. So, um, overall, I say that this was, um, a pretty good anime, you know, um, you know, so I'd say that it's a great, you know, if you're going to, uh, watch the strongest sage with the weakest crest, I think most people that watch it, especially if you're into action, you can get right into this and enjoy it. And, um, you know, there might be some quirkiness that comes with the dialogue a little bit. You might feel a little off put, but you'll kind of come to realize that, you know, that's their way of kind of showing, you know, how Mateus, you know, how strong he is and, you know, how smart he is as well. Okay. Let's move on to our next anime. Hey, <laughs> and that is Orion. Whoo. Now, Orion, there's a few things that I like to share about this uh, anime. 
But let's get into the the technical side of the house. So let's talk about the staff. And we'll start off with the uh, writer who is Miyako Kunisawa. And uh, Kunisawa-san has, you know, been a part of, you know, a couple different series that um, I've enjoyed. And I would probably say that... um, uh, the Familiar of Zero, Rondo of Princess is one of my favorites. And it's it's not something that uh, most people would probably enjoy because of the uh, nature. It's, it's very uh, kind of slice of life-ish, you know, type, you know. But I mean, there's magic involved, of course. But to me, you know, the way I see it, it has a lot more uh life values kind of injected into it and i really enjoyed that so you know already off the back i said okay orient could be potentially a pretty good uh anime going forward so okay let you know let me let me find out a little bit more about that right so then we go to our uh director who is tetsuya uh, yanagasawa and tetsuya you know, has been a part of a couple, um, you know, whether he's storyboarded or directed or been an episode director. Uh, but, you know, you have animes like Stay, uh, I'm sorry, Fate, Stay Night, uh, and then High School DXD. You know, these are all, you know, pretty decent animes that uh, I would say most people, especially Fate, Stay Night, uh, have come to enjoy, you know, for years now already. So, you know, Orient seems like it's in pretty uh, good company, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm already kind of uh, foaming at the mouth, like, okay, what's, okay, let's see what Orient has to, to offer. Then you have the studio, uh, ACGT, and uh, the studio has put together some, some decent, uh, you know, projects, but I can't say that there's too many of them that, um, you know, I'm just, you know, gorging over and I have to recommend to some of my friends. So, you know, it's probably going to be a while before uh, ACGT is able to build up that strong, strong catalog. But, you know, that doesn't mean that Orient can't be uh, a really good anime. Okay. So, now that we've kind of, you know, talked a little bit about who's a part of Orion and the making of this, um, you know, let's discuss the episodes and what I thought about um, the uh, two episodes that have came out so far. And, you know, I'll put my rating chart back out. And, you know, I say for the animation, um, man, man, I'm leaning between the middle and I'm leaning between good. You know, it's, it's really hard for me to say which one. Um, I'm probably going to say the middle. And the only reason why I say the middle is because Orion has this uh, very uh, mid to late 90s, uh, maybe, well, even like early 2000s art style. And I'm not really uh, into that art style. Like I, you, you know, I, you know, of course, growing up, you know, if you were watching uh, Toonami and you got to see like 
Ronin Kenshin or something like that, then, you know, this is probably right up your alley as far as, uh, you know, that classic, more raw kind of feel. But uh, it's a little bit too raw and out dated the art style for me and so yeah i definitely have to say i'm, I'm more so in the middle I, I wouldn't say that it's not good because uh they did it still did a pretty decent job um with making things look fluid but um definitely not something that i would say is for everybody uh then when it comes down to the pace of the show and you know how well it moved going forward with the story um it uh it was good you know it was it was actually surprisingly good you know i when i uh as i was watching it you know in the in the beginning i was thinking okay like what is you know when is this going to get more interesting uh but as soon as you get kind of in the middle of episode one you kind of like oh okay i see the direction where this this show is going to be potentially going uh and then especially in episode two uh, things began to take off, um, you know, a lot more. And you could get to see uh, these two young boys, uh, you know, journey off to become uh, these, uh, you know, heroes, so to speak, you know, without me giving about too much away about uh, the story. So then, you know, lastly, we have the dialogue. And I have to say that the dialogue, I'm in the middle as well with that. And the only reason why is, uh, you know, I said the dialogue wasn't all that great is it just it just feels um, kind of uh, what's a, a good way to put it. If you if, if you know, if you're expecting a show where, you know, it feels a little bit more modern and, uh, you know, something that you can, you know, that's relatable Orient is definitely not that anime for you. The dialogue is going to make you feel like either, um, you know, you're uh, you're either old enough because you understand some, you know, some some history, uh, some mythology, maybe, you know, uh, Japanese mythology. Uh, or if not, then, you know, this may not be something that you'll really enjoy. And so I feel like the dialogue, you know, is kind of, um, you know, meant for a specific crowd of people. And I talked about that a little bit earlier before, you know, when it uh, comes down to the, the, the animation, you know, it has this more old raw type of feel. And, you know, some people might even say, man, there's a whole bunch of craziness just going on because it, a lot of it doesn't make any sense. It's almost like, uh, you know, think about that kid that uh, just launches themselves out at you know whoever just shouting at the top of their lungs and they're wet you know trying to go well at someone that's what this anime feels like it's welling in your face and saying hey like like you know we're going to be doing you know uh, the most craziest things and we you're going to like it <laughs> we're going to shove this down your throat and you're going to like it and so you know but i shouldn't say that they're shoving it down your throat but they're definitely making a point very much in the beginning that this is really a, a mythical place it's unique and pro you know there's there's nothing that you can really tied to like your own life or you know i mean of course there's concepts that come out of it you know especially from family moments 
but you know the overall uh, dialogue you know you might you know you might not get into it too much because it doesn't feel uh you know more current so yeah so overall i would probably say that i'm in the middle uh about orient you know i mean there were there's definitely scenes uh in the episodes that i enjoyed so far uh you got some um some kind of like this society that is uh made to protect um everyone within the nation that kind of came out towards the end and you know so it kind of give you a preview of the future of you know where these two young boys that are working to become stronger how they eventually will you know seek out to be stronger than these this society group and you know that's kind of what's uh the 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 future of the show uh, at least the way I, the way I projected it is going to come out and you know depending on if it's something that you would enjoy uh you know I I would say you know watch the first uh, two episodes and you'll hands down know exactly if Orient is something for you or not let us go ahead and move on to our next anime and that is the case study of Vanitas now I gonna go on the record right now to tell y'all before i you know i get to the staff um warning well i would say maybe not maybe not warning uh uh sport spoiler alert yeah that's probably a better way uh i really 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 love this anime it's it's so 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 good but enough of that let's go ahead and get into talking about the staff here uh, so the writer for the show is Hitomi uh, Miino, and uh, Hitomi, uh, you know, interesting enough, she's composed some really cool works that I enjoy a lot. Uh, Notagami being the major one that I just uh, truly enjoy. You know, if you're into uh, anime that is about kind of uh, spirits. Uh, who uh, are gods, I could say, that are, you know, trying to, uh, you know, uh, eliminate evil spirits uh, and cleansing the land type of thing. Uh, Notagami is probably going to be one of, uh, a really good show that you'll want to check out. And, uh, you know, and there's a little bit of action in it. But when it comes down to humor and character development and story, uh, you'll really, really enjoy that. Uh, really, very much so. Then Jitama is another anime that I mean, it's it's Jitama is like, uh, you know, a One Piece type of show where it has several, several different uh, episodes. And so, you know, if you feel like there's ever a time where you're bored and, you know, you want to binge a, a long lasting show, uh, Gentama is definitely one of those that you can put in your catalog and it's good and it's funny too. I enjoy it a lot. So uh, that is our writer. He told me now moving on to the director uh, who is Tomoyuki Itamura. And Tomoyuki uh, has, you know, storyboarded, directed, uh, you know, been episode director for a couple different pieces. Um, now, I can't say that there's too many uh, shows a part of um, uh, Tomoyuki's uh, 
you know, history of, of directing that I've like really, really watched. Uh, but I'm familiar with seeing some of them. Uh, like for example, uh, Awadi Monogatari. And I'm probably, I probably butchered that name a little bit. Uh, but you know, it's kind of, it's about this, uh, transfer student named, uh, Oshino. And she arrived at this new private high school and she was quickly introduced to a few different friends. And as, you know, time went on and they were building this relationship, um, you know, some uh, truths get um, exposed a little bit later about uh, Oshino. And that's kind of where that that anime goes. And I'm familiar with it. And it's been a show that I've always wanted to watch, but I just haven't had time to get to it. So in my mind, uh, Tomoyuki has some decent projects already underneath uh, their belt that is probably going to be well worth uh, your wait. Now, uh, moving on to the studio. Now, the studio is Bones. And, you know, if anybody who's anybody knows Bones, Bones has you know, been uh, the studio behind some of the most prolific uh, anime series probably in the last two decades, I would say. So you have Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, uh, My Hero Academia. Of course, I talked about Notagami uh, earlier, Soul Eater. I mean, the list goes on. Bungo Stray Dogs, which is, you know, another one of my shows that I really enjoy. And so Bones, you know, being the studio behind uh, the case study of Vanitas, I pretty much already know. Well, well, one thing that I can expect for sure is the animation is going to be pretty good. Uh, but, you know, that um, is a good transition for us to go ahead and start talking about rating these episodes. So, so far, um, you know, the the case study of Anitez is on season two, and I believe we've had a total of three episodes, new episodes out so far, the latest being episode 17 in total. And uh, if it, when it comes down to animation, um, I'm definitely going to say that uh, the case study of Anitez is great. It's, it's great. It's, it's, um, you know, there are some certain scenes where, you know, you could tell that, um, you know, it's, it's not, uh, a lot of resources weren't going to it to make it just silky smooth and maintain that high quality, just, you know, um, uh, very in touch, uh, you know, character details, but for the most part, this show maintains that throughout most of the, 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 the animation. And, you know, I really like, that that you know you can tell the love that gets put into uh this anime pretty much right off the back so uh, i would say you know the, you know this the the case study of Vanitas is for sure a show that uh in the animation department many people will like i guarantee that uh then we talk about the pace of uh, the storyline and you know how did the pace go how did how does it move well as far as season two goes you know i would say uh it's moving along uh the best you know i i definitely say it's the best like each uh, episode has been 
um, you know, really entertaining. You know, there had you know there hasn't been really any dull moment. Like you pretty much are glued to your screen right off the back. And I, uh, you know, and I, I really think a lot of that has to do with season one because they set up so many things as far as the character development and the progression of the story that they're able to move the the this story along really really well. And um, it makes you ask a lot of different questions too. Uh, but we'll go on and talk about that with the dialogue, uh, which uh, I would say the dialogue uh, is the best too. Like it's it, it like in my mind, the case study of Anita is is uh, a, a masterpiece in its own right. And you know what makes the dialogue so good is they take um, uh, you get uh, some moments from. Uh, like demographics from France. So Paris is, you know, kind of one of the mainstay locations that's in uh, this anime. And when they talk about, uh, you know, the environment, they kind of include you to make you feel like you're in Paris almost. But on the flip side of that, you're also experiencing uh, what is it like if you were watching uh, re- a relationship between vampires and humans and uh, you know, how do they get along how do they not get along and how do they compromise to make certain things work? So uh, you know, this uh, anime, the dialogue is, is really, really good. And you know, I, I highly recommend this anime to pretty much anybody that uh, is looking for action, especially if you're a vampire lover, this is a show that, you know, I'm I'm pretty confident to say that you'll walk away uh, thoroughly satisfied. Um, so overall, I say this is the best. This is a, a, a really good, uh, a great anime that many people will, will love and not too many people will hate. You know, I can't see really anybody uh you know, coming into the case study of Benitez and walking away saying, uh, I really didn't like this at all. You know, that's if you truly give it a shot, because, you know, sometimes people are just like super cap where they uh, say, oh, you know, yeah, I watched it, um, but they really didn't give their 100 percent attention to it. They had, you know, their phone going and they're, they're you know. Uh, looking at stuff on Twitter and TikTok and and scrolling or, you know, maybe they're playing the game and trying to like watch and look at, no, like if you give your undivided attention to this anime, uh, you're going to be in love with it. I'm I'm pretty sure of that. Okay. So that is the case study of Vanitas. And then we have our next anime, which is... Uh, Are Fureta. Are Fureta. <laughs> Y'all have no idea how many times I tried to rehearse saying that, and I still kind of uh, butcher it a little bit. But hey, you know, that's, that's just how it goes sometimes, right? Okay, so we have the writer for uh, this anime who is uh, Soichi Sato. And Soichi has some really like some banger animes that I like just love. Uh Shakugan no Shana. If you love animation that is um you know action packed and has that some romance built into it, Shakugan no Shana, ah, 
chef's kiss and and i i know that they they have a season or a season two but or a part two it kind of depends on how you look at it but i really wish that they would do maybe a uh prequel or something to that series to give us at least one more taste of 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 you know the the storyline and the characters because it was just seriously an amazing piece of work and um i I, i'm probably going to go back to watch it it's been some years since i've last watched it and i you know sometimes animes that i deem to be uh classic are very very good you know i tend to go back to try to watch them at least one time maybe every you know three years or so but there's not that many animes that get that favor i will say not that many okay so now that we have our writer, let's talk about the director who is uh, Akira Iwana, Iwanaga. Iwanaga. I think I got that right. <laughs> and I mean, I should get Akira's name right because Akira has been a part of some uh, directing some episodes and storyboarding, directing for some pretty cool animes too. Which one I know most people would know off the back is Bleach. Now, you know, if you don't know, if you never heard of Bleach, you definitely haven't been around enough, uh, been on social media because Bleach is one of those um, household names. And a lot of that has to do with uh, Cartoon Network and, and um, uh, I say Funimation having it on their their anime, uh, 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 let me see, their, their anime uh time block where you know okay at uh you know nine o'clock nine p.m you know that tsunami is gonna start here you know and from then on until maybe 12 o'clock midnight that's gonna be all tsunami and then after that might be uh adult swim and that's kind of how bleach became uh so popular in my opinion uh, then uh, we also have Gunslinger Girl, which is another uh, uh, anime that he was the episode director for. And so uh, Ikita has some pretty good shows underneath the belt. So right uh, right then, like uh, Are Fudeta is looking pretty good. Looking pretty good. Okay. So I've looked at now here's here's something that's interesting about this anime. It's on season two. And this is probably the first time that I've covered an an anime that I didn't watch the first season. I just I wanted to experiment and see, okay, can I get into the the second season without having that much information on the on the first season? I mean, of course, when it comes down to most shows, you know, you can't do that, especially in anime. But I just figured this would be a cool little experiment to see what happens. And um, you know, watching the the first two episodes of season two, it wasn't that bad. You know, I was I feel like I was able to kind of understand a lot about these characters and some of the things that they went through. Uh, but I definitely have to do my homework and go back uh, to get that real juicy background for each of the characters and kind of how they uh, came about and in getting into uh, the storyline. So uh, in rating. Uh, are they out of uh, are they food <laughs> uh, I'd say that the the animation was uh, uh, it was it was great 
you know, there's a, some powers that go on. So, you know, it's, it's pretty action packed. Uh, I, I was actually pretty shocked about how good the the animation is. So I'd say it's great. Most people that would watch this, they probably would, you know, off the strength of the animation alone, they would watch this anime and probably, uh, you know, stay in for the long haul or, or watch for a long period of time just because of how good the animation is. Um, now, the uh, the pace of the show i would say it's kind of hard for me to say because you know not having that background of the first season kind of puts me at a disadvantage of get like guessing like okay within these two episodes how well this these the, the pace of the show uh translate and so um but you know just on these two episodes i mean i think they did a really good job so i'm gonna have to say great because I was able to keep up with everything that was going on without that much context. And I was really surprised like, Oh, okay. Like this is, this is, uh, you have this main protagonist character who has these guns and, um, you know, he, he seems to be very powerful and, um, hit the, the people that, uh, a part of his team, they all have their own unique powers and are really strong, but they, they, uh, even though they can uh, fend for themselves on their own a little bit, they lend themselves to be more like a support team for uh, the main character. So it's it's really interesting to see how how you know the future of this anime goes. And I, I think uh, if you're someone like myself who plays video games like um, Final Fantasy fourteen or World of Warcrafts or you know any uh, MMO based game then you will probably find some enjoyment in this anime because it has some pulling some things from from uh those mmo elements that many will like i think uh and then lastly the um dialogue uh the dialogue was good you know and i i would say that there were some moments uh in the dialogue where i felt um you know, sometimes and when when animes, you know, they're cut up and let's say an episode is 23 minutes. Well, you might get uh, a three minute intro uh, and then a, you know, maybe like a, uh, you know, the rest of it is the show. And that might be about 19 minutes in total. Right. But you have some parts in that 19 minutes where it's like fluff dialogue, you know, fluff dialogue. And I feel like. Um, this show has a little bit of, of that, uh, but it's not too bad. Like it still adds a little bit, a layer of, of context uh, on it. So I would say that it was good. I mean, it wasn't, um, uh, you know, it wasn't bad. It's just that, you know, you could tell like, okay, this is a, to kind of inject a little bit more time to, to, to reach that 23 sweet, sweet spot. Uh, so overall, you know, I'd have to say that this is a, a, a great anime, you know, like, uh, if anyone's, you know, and this is me who has not, you know, seen the first season. So I imagine watching the first season, I'm probably going to be blown away about like, you know, how they got to this point and all the things that have happened to them. So that's my homework, uh, you know coming you know uh, until next saturday show is to watch all of season one and then I'll, I'll truly be able to kind of uh express you know how good this anime so definitely 
uh, you know, tune in next week to see what I might have to say about the progression of the story. Not then having a lot more information. Okay. That is our five episodes. Um, now we have a six anime, which is the orbital children. Uh, and I said it in earlier in today's show that, uh, it has not released yet. It's a Netflix original that'll be coming out on the 25th of this month of, I believe. So we got about three more days, uh, until that show comes out, but I'll definitely be adding that to our show for, uh, next Saturday for sure. That's the end of this episode. We thank you for listening and would greatly appreciate if you could join our official Bingo Book Podcast Discord and also check out our social media pages as well. Bo Mag.